what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to Episode 5, Volume 3 of the Fantasy Formula, the white-hot podcast taking the world by storm. Introducing the two-time Grammy-nominated executive producer for his voiceover work in Starship Troopers and Howard the Duck, he's Chris Magic Hands Fry. Next up on the ones and twos, he starred in the Hickory Community Theater's production of Grease 2 and Super Fudge. He's Jay Dynamite Johnson. Next, sitting across the table from me with a focused, steely eyes stare. Although he never made a Foundation Center basketball all-star game, but boy, he definitely tried hard. He's Addison Hooday. One-time player of the week. One-time player <laughs> One of the week. One-time, yikes. That's not very good. And last but not least, he put the shaking, sh- the shaking bacon. No, he put- <laughs> Wow. No, 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 no. We're not cutting this. No, 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 no. Let's come on. He put the shake in shake and bake. He put the lean in lean and mean, and he put the wood in Hollywood. He's Chad, the hitman. He's that rock, dude. It, How we live? If, if you hadn't put your foot in your mouth, you'd be good. But dude, that was that was pretty good. Edit that was, I think, that wasn't that as dramatic as last no. year. You, you don't have your nose out of breath as you were, but that was pretty good. Yeah, well, thank you. Very so, hold much, on, what, buddy. The vo- what voiceovers? How did what? Would you really? Is that a joke or did he really do? <laughs> oh, it's it? just a joke. Because I'm thinking of Starship Troopers because I watched that thing religiously <laughs> on like Showtime. He was that little alien that was like, that's the voice that oh, I'm talking Lord. about. Nominated for uh, wow. two Grammys. Wow. Uh, Ad Rock, week one is behind us. What a great week it was, Chad. What a great, glorious fantasy week it was. I mean, this was the culmination of all the studying, the drafts. The beer drinking, the ridicule, the sh- the, sh- the people t- yelling, take shots after the horrible picks, which I n- they never yelled after my picks, because Chad, I'm two and a. What? Say that again. I am two and a. Is this a first? I, no, generally I get out, I jump out the gate. You know this. I've started out six and zero before and never, didn't make playoffs, so it's no. But two and zero, great start. Averaged uh, one fifty five for both leagues, one sixty one, one fifty another. Um, so uh, the question is, since we started this bet last week and, you know, I'm two and oh, Chad, how'd you do this week? Well, Addison on to the fantasy 45. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, it was a really rough week for, uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt. That's my team name beyond a shadow of a doubt. Uh, we started out a terrible zero and three ad. Oh, and three. I've never started a fantasy uh, football season with three losses and zero wins, but I did it this year. I ran into the Peyton Manning buzzsaw right. in one of my leagues. Um, another league, I scored 150, I think, in all three, but just ran into teams that performed better. And so I hate losing week one because it feels like if you lose week two, dude, you're in like a hole already, you're, you're and I a, hate you're that a shallow, You're in a shallow grave. Exactly. So I've got to get on the uh, – on the winning side this week, and hopefully, am I playing you? Because if so, then I know I would get on the winning side. But we'll just have to check the schedule. That's the best. That's the best you got after zero and three start. <laughs> Do we need to switch chairs? Do I need to get over <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the prominent chair here? Oh, Addison, all I got to say is five rings, baby. I say five rings every time you say anything. All I have to do living, is just hold my hand up and you see them the sparkling past. things on my finger. Living you know in the past, we, you you're, know like cow- you're like Cowboys fans. This living in the past. Speaking of cowboy fans, breaking news, breaking news. This just in, this just in. Ad Rock, we're going to hit our first segment, breaking news. And a ca- two cowboys are at the top of our breaking news segment. Did you watch the ball game Sunday night? Yes. Okay, well, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your Sunday, your Sunday night, and your Monday. So you watched it Sunday night. I stayed up for it, too. This weekend, I mean, if it, it was the first weekend. I couldn't make myself not watch it. You I know. know. It was like, I, was, I just had to try to watch you, every. You run errands. You're like you're in a convenience store. Hey, turn, what you got TV? Where's it? You know, or you, you know, you're going, you're going to church and you're you're you got you got on your iPhone. You know, exactly. You, you had to watch it. You had to watch it wherever you were. Yeah, you just, you just felt like you didn't want to miss a play. When well, that Sunday night game, getting back to our breaking news injury report segment, 
Tony Romo takes a lick in the first quarter. I mean, toughs it lick. out. I mean, I thought he broke. I thought his ribs were broken. I thought he was done. Um, he got up really slow, but dude, I got to give him credit. He toughed it out. But on the injury report today, he is questionable, Addison. All right. I think he will play because he is tough next week, and I think they're playing. It's a game that they must win. Too. Oh, they're playing Kansas City. So he needs to be in there. But they said really watch him because he's not going to be able to throw the deep ball. Yeah, you saw the, you saw the hand promotion right when he got back in. Uh, and, you know, after he threw it, he was shielding his ribs. Exactly. So, I mean, he was wearing rib protectors as it is. And, you know, being a – being a, fo- a former football player, Chad, no, you don't know nothing about this. You know, even the, when you had the rip pads, look, they're very cushioned. I mean, they protect you. But, I mean, if you're, you, he got mushed, yeah, he plain did. and simple. So they had x rays today, Addison. The x rays on his ribs were negative, so he will probably suit up. But again, he likes to throw the deep ball to Des Bryant, the other cat who's on the injury report. Now, Des Bryant had an MRI on his foot today. They announced that he has a mild sprain in the foot. He says he's playing. He says, I'm going to play. But he always says that. Right. You know? So, y'all keep an eye. Tony Romo and Des Bryant, that's the two big offensive threats for Dallas, both on <laughs> well, the look, injury report. No, no, no. One. Let me tell you something. If you watched the game, which I think you, you did. I did. It was, uh, I think it was Jason Witten and Miles Austin. Exactly. And it was like the, the Cowboys of old, in a way, even though they stunk then. But – Offense was being provided. Now, I will have to say, I'm, a, I'm eating a little crow here because DeMarco Murray actually ran the ball well. He did. He did. I, I was pretty impressed by I him. was too. I was I was thinking, man, one, it will take one fumble. And I guarantee you they'll, they'll pan up, see Jerry Jones on the phone, like, get him out. Mm-hmm. And you're going you're gonna to see Joseph Randall. In there. Yeah, I think I think DeMarco Murray, he ran for 20. Uh, he had 20 carries. I think he caught nine balls too. So he caught a lot of balls. And so you were looking um, – Oh, everybody was looking for Dez to be the, the, the star this week. They double-teamed Dez on Sunday night and uh, gave Jason Witten and DeMarco Murray a, a big, big shot. So, yeah, so keep your eyes on Dallas, two players, Dez Bryant and Tony Romo for next week. Also, big, big breaking news and on the injury report, Danny Amendola Addison. We talked about it a hundred times in the preseason. He's the next. dude cannot stay healthy. He can't He stay came healthy. back in the game. you got to give him that. You got to give him that with a groin injury and those. Gro- I mean, a Dude, groin injury but is with, hard with today's ball media, ball. with today's media, I guarantee you he got to the sideline and he probably had a phone and somebody tweeted like, "Really, <laughs> is this the next Ryan? Way- is this next? Was it Ryan? Way- Ryan Matthews? Ryan Matthews? Yeah. I mean, first game he's pulling up. Ha- I think he sucked it up, but you know, Hammy's those problems don't go away. Right. And this is a groin, and it's kind of like a hammy. I mean, it's it's pain. Same thing. To, you had yeah. to jump off to get off. Once you do it, you're going to do it again and yeah, again and exactly. again. Exactly. It just keeps re-injuring itself. And so, Addison, this just came in. Check this out. Danny Amendola is now questionable to doubtful for the Thursday night game against the Jets. And they're saying he might not play week three. This just in. So, hmm. Thursday night they're playing the Jets. Danny Amendola might be a scratch, and he might not be able to play week three. That's how bad that groin injury might be. Well, I think, you know what? The Jets, I mean. They might Grant, not need him against the yeah, Jets. Yeah, you know what? But I'll tell you what, you know, Tompkins had some, had some drops. Uh, Ridley, I, I don't who's, – who's going to be running back? Well, you heard this. Shane Vereen broke a bone in his wrist. Do you hear about this? Nah, they cast it up. He's fine. Three weeks out, minimum. He's out for three weeks. So they got the season. So they, think about who's left on their team. No, they got uh, they got the uh, there's the other dude. You know, what's his name? They got. Come on, what's his name? I'm the host here. And I don't know what. I, it's Stephen Ridley. Yeah. That's in the backfield, right? And there's Julian Edelman, but Danny Woodhead. If that's who you think. No, 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 no. I thought some reason I thought there was another else. Oh, it's like Garrett Blunt. There you go. Garrett Blunt is in the backfield. And you want look? That is look. He Larry Garrett Blunt's a second tier back. Yeah, best. I I agree. I mean, LeGarrette Blunt's like a – he's like Michael Turner, but maybe worse. Michael hey, Turner scored 10 touchdowns last year. That was so 2012. This is 2012. Look, you know, Ridley's fumbled. And you know what? That offense, they're not going to get him out. You notice Belichick once really fumbled one time, boom, he was gone. gone. And Shane Vereen came in and played so great. And I got Shane in one of my leagues out for three weeks. That's just heartbreaking to the Patriot fans. But anyway, hey, y'all, this is this is fresh news. Keep your eye. Danny Amendola and Shane Vereen, both. The Patriots going to get blooded. They're going to get blooded. You know all about that, don't you, Rock? <laughs> uh, next up here on the breaking news report, injury report, is Roddy White. Now, Roddy White came in with a foot injury last week, Addison. He said he was going to play. He was questionable. He got in. 
Two balls thrown to him, two catches for a measly 15 yards. He must have been a lot more hurt than a lot, you know, than we anticipated. Um, he says he will be back next week. Roddy White owners, I'm worried about him this year because I, actually I am a Roddy White owner. I've got him, picked him up in round four in one of my leagues. Um, I'm scared about him right now. You know, if he can't, well, on get your way, healthy, on, we'll get by. On, we'll get this on your waiver wires. Be looking. I'm sure he's available. Mr. Harry Douglas. Absolutely. 93 yep. yards receiving this week. You yep. know what? There is a pickup right there. Guarantee he's available. Yep. And if Roddy White can't go, he's oh, a he's, big piece. Well, he was, he, he, was, he was targeting the most. He was, he was targeting most over Julio Jones. Exactly. Yeah. And he made he made some really good plays, too. Yep. So that, that's a good good comment there, Ad-Rock. Uh, real quick, before we leave New England, because we Thank just you, we, we skipped by them, Gronkowski not going to play this Thursday, but they're targeting him for week three. So, Gronkowski owners, just one more week to wait. Not this week, but next week it looks like he will be in the lineup. Reggie Bush, Addison, we talked talk about him the last couple weeks here on the Fantasy Formula. What a game. He did dislocate his thumb, and he had a hip and groin injury, but he played through it. He played through it. He's probable for next week. He's playing. But think about this. Dislocated thumb, fumbleitis. No. Dislocated thumb equals fumbleitis. Look for him to have a fumble or two in the next game. Here again. You know – Athletes, this is what what, Addison, what happens. You punted. <laughs> Athletes, you were a punter. I was a backup for punter. A backup let's get him straight. For, for Catawba College, starting holder, starting holder, team. starting holder, backup punter. Let's get it straight. Oh wow! All right, look. You got your varsity they'll, uh, they'll, look, they'll do. They'll quarter zone it up. He won't feel it. He's yeah. good to go. All right. Well, keep your eyes on it, Reggie Bush owners. He's going to play. He played great last week. He probably will continue to do so. This next one that I mentioned, I only mention it because they're playing against the Giants. Champ Bailey, the Denver Bronco cornerback who cornerback who was out last week. He's like 52, isn't he? he? But he's still their star cornerback. He's questionable with a foot injury. The Georgia boy. They go up against the New York Giants last week who went crazy through the air. Pay, or no, Eli threw for like 450 yards. Don't you start at him? You have Eli, don't you? Oh, yes. That was a great start. How many touchdowns did he throw for? Four. Gracious. Great start. But, there. but, you know, I think, let's see, where did David Wilson go to school? Virginia Tech. Oh. Who I thought he was for some reason I thought he went to NC State. No, my, my bad. We, he, I was hoping he was because he he, he cost them the NC game, State. but that's okay. He did. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But uh, other couple things: Jamal Charles, everybody's top five running back, bruised quad, but he is probable. Another one: Santana, Santonio Holmes. Who really cares? He's questionable for the Jets <laughs> next week. Um, Le'Veon Bell. This is the big one. The Pittsburgh running back. He was out week one. They say he's going to try to come back week two. He better. God, those Pittsburgh fans are praying. Your poor brother started Redmond. I was like, great pick on Redmond. Loser. Dude, Redmond Dude. might not touch the field again. They signed Jonathan Dwyer yeah. yesterday. The other running back that's Stevens Hawk or whatever, Howley. LaRod Stevens Howling, baby. What'd I tell you? Do you hear what happened to him? No, what do he you He tore his ACL. He's out oh, for the God. year. My boy's out. Dude, this Pittsburgh team, golly. They, I watched most of that game, and it was brutal. God. Brutal. So, anyway, keep your eye on Le'Veon Bell, you Pittsburgh uh, fans, because he might be the only hope. Plus, they lost their, lost their starting center, Pouncey, out for the year. That offensive line is decimated. Ben Roethlisberger is going to be running for his life. And the two for 191, a touch and a pick. I mean, that's – that's like they my, scored nine points. They scored nine points against the Titans at home. Yeah, no. I mean it's going to be a long year. Yeah. And last but not least, Addison, I put this one in on the breaking news injury report segment just for you. Well, I have my ingrown toe. What? Oh, oh, the, Mercedes Lewis. My boy <laughs> didn't get in the my game Mercedes last week. <laughs> didn't get in last weekend for the Jaguars, but they hope that he will play next week. So you keep him. I tell you what, you know what? Thoughts. I tell you, yeah, I welcome my thoughts, but I tell you what, he's got bumped down with the tight end play that's going on in the league that last year and this year. Like Jared Cook, what a unbelievable! Call. I mean, he is bumped down the tight end play in this league. I never would. If you told me three years ago there would have been tight ends, I'd be like, whatever. That's that's just going by way of the fullback. Addison, we've done the fantasy f- uh, formula for three years. Right. That is the best comment you've ever made. We could call week one of season 2013 tight ends today. There were five or six tight ends with two touchdowns. I swore that. Unbelievable. You know, football, the NFL, when they were going through the, the, the play, all this strike, no strike, they were going, all right, they're going to make the game bigger and bolder and you know more fan friendly, you know, big plays. So I thought, you know, tight ends going by the way of the fullback. I mean, you look at some teams only have fullbacks, so everybody's going to the pistol now. Right. You know, and I, I love the pistol offense. Some of, those, some of these teams run it. it I think it, it brings back an old dimension to the game, but I, I love it. I love it. 
Yeah. Well, you know, we talked about all the fantasy formula preseason during our drafts. If you don't get Jimmy Graham, you can wait on tight end. And if you did, and you got the Owen Daniels, you got the Jared, Jared Cooks, Cooks, you got the I think Brent Silicate Selick, whatever Selick. for for the Eagles hey, touchdown. Myers looked good. Brandon Myers, Brandon the Giants. Good. Yeah. I mean, so anyway, if you wait on tight end, you could have waited. Two yeah. touchdowns. I mean, great, great output from the tight end. So, Addison, I don't comment. I don't uh, compliment you much, but your comment on tight ends so far in the, this year. Is I mean, uh, right one, on point. One other right one, on real point. quick. Let's we can't. We got to get his name. Jordan Cameron. Good. Vernon Davis. Good. Vernon. Good God. I mean, Cameron for. I mean, Cameron for Cleveland. Let me say it one more time. The tight end for the Cleveland Browns. And Look, we haven't even mentioned the Denver Bronco rookie, Jordan Thomas. He caught two touchdowns. I mean, I'm going, I was going Shoot. through the receiver list, and I'm like, I didn't print out the tight end list. I mean, I'm looking here, look, tight end, tight end. You have two tight or let's say one, two, three, four, five tight ends in the top 20 receiving. Un- That's unbelievable. I know. Wow. Uh, as you probably noticed, Fantasy Formula fans, as Addison and I did, you might rather have a tight end than a damn running back this year because all the running backs that were drafted quick or drafted early, mm-hmm. your Jamal Charles, your uh, Doug Martins, your Trent Richardsons, Alfred Morris's, all of these guys pretty much laid a big fat egg. Do-do. I mean, just Do-do. not up to their potential. But you know what? We're going to find out exactly what, what they did in the Fantasy 45, the fastest 45 seconds in Fantasy Formula. Addison, you ready? Let's go. Here we go. First game, uh, we got the New York Jets traveling to New England Patriots. It's the Thursday night tilt at 825, Addison. Last weekend, the New York Jets held off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the New York Jets last weekend. We had the rookie, Geno Smith. Didn't play fantastic, and not fantasy numbers, but enough to get the job done. You this 24 for 38 for 256 and a touchdown. Do you think that did you ever think the Jets were going to let him throw 38 times nah. in game one? No. Nah. Anyway, besides him, not and, much to talk about there and at all. For name the Jets. one or two receiver. I can name one receiver for the Jets, I think. This over any relevance. They they all stink. It was Santonio Holmes. They have Stephen Hill. Cotter's now. Cotter's gone. Cotter's gone. The leading receiver was Smith. Who the hell is Smith? I don't even know who that is. But anyway, oh, he's the leading rush. Oh, Geno Smith was the leading rush. Oh, no, no. Rush. You ready? No, it comes it, back, to, back to the tight ends. Kellen, Kellen Winslow. Winslow. Kellen Winslow. When I, when I saw him, uh, I think he caught a touchdown, too. Yeah. They replayed it. 80 yards. It had 79 yards yeah, to touch. Like, who is that dude? And while I was watching it with Will, and he's like, dude, that's Kellen Winslow. I thought he was out of the league. No, no. Speaking of sightings, and you should bring this up, dude. I can't believe we saw I was watching the games with uh, my friend Jay. And, uh. I, I, I was shocked because I saw the jersey. I'm like, battle? Jackie, Jackie battle? battle? What? <laughs> I didn't know he was still in the league. Yeah, dude. Jackie battle? I was like, did we just see Jackie battle on that short time? What? Jackie battle. I know, dude. It was random. I'm like, dude, I thought he was some scrub on like, some third string. And now he's in the end zone. I'm like, what's going Jackie on? Jackie battle gets a touchdown, and Trent Richardson doesn't get one. Something just ain't jobbing there. But anyway, last week, um, the Patriots, that's who the Jets are playing this weekend. They held off the Bills 23-21. Brady, 29 for 52, 288 and two touchdowns. Amendola put up nice numbers, 10 for 104. But, again, banged up, probably not going to go on Thursday. And Shane Vereen, who I drafted round five, a lot of people thought it was too early. He goes 14 carries and 101 yards. Addison, this matchup, the Jets go to New England on Thursday night. Right now, the New England Patriots are favored by 13 points. Is that enough? Against the Jets. No, actually, I don't think it is, man. The Jets kind of surprised me. Granted, they were playing the Buccaneers, but the, I'm telling you, I've said it from day from week one. I think the Patriots, there's there's a lot of bark. I don't think there's a lot of bite right now. I mean, you got you got you got some running back issues. Uh, I think Brady got knocked down, had more knockdowns uh, this game than the first four or five games combined last year. Uh, the receiving core suspect. Tompkins had a lot of drops. Um, I think the Jets gonna make this game, and you know what? Patriots proved they were Patriots by coming back and winning that game. They were, yeah. they, I thought That's they were. That's what gonna they lose. do. And I said, and I said, and I said this last week. The page, I called Buffalo was going to upset the Patriots, and you know what? They were within seconds upsetting the Patriots. They almost and did. You know what? I think the Jets riding some little mild, mild low lying cloud. <laughs> 
May. Like May. They did on Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly yeah. I think his name was Latiku. That little cloud that was, you know what I'm talking about. Do, 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 do. Dude, I, if that is his name, I am thoroughly impressed. <laughs> oh, I got a little girl that plays Mario all the time, so I know it's Chad, Latiku. Chad, don't lie. You, you played video games in high school. I know right, you. Right. But anyway, uh, I, think, I think this is going to be the week. I think the Patriots are overrated. I think uh, the Jets, Geno Smith has got a little confidence. And you know what? He can run. He spreads that defense out. I like it. Right, well, we're going to disagree for the first time, which is normal for us. I think the Patriots will probably put a beating on this Jets team. The Jets, I don't think they're going to be able to score. And so, uh, New England, minus the 13, I think they get it done at home. They make a statement against this Jets team. They win by 21 points. The total right now is set at 44, Addison. I'm going to lean under the total. Prediction, 30-7. to 7. Boom, moving on. 30 to 7. 30 to 7. Wow. San Diego travels to Philadelphia. Addison last night, this Philadelphia Eagle offense led Laid by Chip thumping. Kelly. Woo! Wow. They were on fire. You know, the thing was, it looked like the Eagles kind of, they were, they were had like 50 plays in the first half. They were almost out of gas at the end of the third quarter. Did you notice? They all were a little slower. Mm-hmm. This offense is up-tempo, boom, Yeah, boom, it's boom. funny how college kids could do that. Because you know what? Right. Coaches make – players like in contracts have, no, I'm not running sprints. I'm not doing that. Right. You know what, Chip Kelly's – I want to say that he had all of the, the non-participating stuff that you know, players can put in their contract mm-hmm. – Scrapped, right? Scrapped. You get find another team. What so, an impressive start for Chip Kelly, man! It was he's gonna work awesome. that team. He's gonna work that. Michael Vick looked like Mike. Michael Vick. I mean, he had a little some hiccups, but he looked. He looked crisp. Now, this offense fits him like it a fit, glove. It, it fits him it. like a Michael Jackson studded glove. You're exactly right. Vic last night, 15 for 25, 203, and two touchdowns. He even had, I think he had maybe 50, 60 yards rushing. Too. Yeah, he, he, he did. He broke one up the middle. He does. He does. He looked crisp in the offense, but the other thing he looked like Addison. Is brittle. Like it looks if he, like if he took one hit, he might break it. Did half. you see him last year? I thought they, I thought they glued him together like right. four or five times. He right. was getting pummeled last yeah. year. Yeah, I completely agree. Other stars for uh, the Eagles, and they had a bunch of them on offense yesterday. McCoy, thirty-one carries for a buck eighty-four and a touchdown. Sean, look, I dodged out. I'm sorry, me you put me wrong. Deshaun, yeah, please forgive me. You were awesome last night. And Deshaun Jackson, I thought he was a has-been. Seven for a buck oh four and a touchdown. Great, great performance by the Eagles. They travel to San Diego and play the Chargers on Sunday. One o'clock kick. You saw the Chargers get up a big lead last night, Addison, and they fall again. They choke it away. God. Phillip Rivers, 14 for 29, a buck 95, and four touchdowns, but one costly interception returned for a touchdown. that was an interception. That could have been one of the plays of your – for a linebacker yeah, sick to catch play. a rope and leave his feet – I mean, that was – Brian Cushing, props to yeah. That was one of the most impressive catches. To get your hands laid out like that when you're a linebacker with the pads – it was impressive. That won the game for that. that oh yeah, that the game. Yeah. All the momentum switched. I mean, but for him to read the pass, I mean, he saw it the whole way. He saw the lane. That's why Brian Cushing's been in this league a while. I mean, he saw the lane. He saw where that play was going, and he made a hell of a play. True. Um, Ryan Matthews, the guy we love to hate on this show, thirteen for thirty-three, did catch a couple balls and a touchdown. And then the other leading receiver yards. This is what's going to kill San Diego. Michael Floyd. Michael Floyd had 48 yards, and Antonio then, Gates had 49. Okay. But that was their leading receiver at 49 yards, two receptions. Phillip, 14 for 20. I just don't think 14 in today's NFL. No, you can't. 14 completions ain't going to win a game. But if you saw Phillip Rivers, I think he was – and they talked about this on TV last night, how he was tucking them all. He was more worried, I think, in his head right now, his head case. He does not want to fumble the ball. He wants to get in a good rhythm, um, which I think he did in the first half. But then they just started – Blowing it. Their defense is stunk. Right. But I think he's getting – as the year progresses, Phil Rivers is – can't believe I'm saying this about a state player. He's a good player. Yeah. And he's put up good numbers over the years, and he will continue to do so. He's changed something about his game because he was fumbling. He was always carrying the ball down. He was a gunslinger. And they've changed that. They want him to tuck the ball because he had more fumbles than anybody else in the league last year. So you're saying he's a tad gun shy now. Gun shy right now because he's in the pocket. His, his line, is he's collapsing, and he always, that's where he lost all his fumbles. Yeah. Um, well, Addison, tell me what you think. The guys out in the desert got it oh. right now. Philadelphia, seven-point favorite. Total's 54. What do you like? Uh, I like the under in Philly. The, uh, Addison likes under the under the 54 and Philly. You the know Eagles, what? The Eagles are still worn out from running all uh, the last game. I'm with you. I'm with you, too. I think – San Diego a little deflated after the loss because they had this game in the bag against the Texans and let it slip away. I think Philadelphia they were at the luggage check. They were at the luggage check. We're checking this bag. We won yeah. the game. We're gone. And exactly. 
They did that a couple times last year. And too. TSA said, finish. oh, we're searching you're done. So I'm going to agree with you here, buddy. Philadelphia minus the seven, and let's go under the total 54. That just seems like it's way too many points. Way in this too game. many. All right, next up, buddy, we're going to go to Baltimore where the Baltimore Ravens host the Cleveland Browns. This is an interdivisional game. Do you know the entire AFC uh, North lost games last, last week? Your Cincinnati yes, Bengals. They, they had it. I can't believe the Bengals. Yeah, that was horrible. Uh, Cleveland lost, and who else? In Baltimore. And they said the AFC North was going to be – could contend. You know, they were going to be AFC North and then, you know, like the Texans, the Patriots, you know. Right. 0-4 start. Whoo, not yeah, good. Well, this game puts two AFC North teams against each other. Cleveland travels to Baltimore. Last week for the Baltimore Ravens, we saw Joe Flacco. They lose to the Broncos. Had a great first half. Second half didn't do squat. Flacco, 34 for 62. He threw the ball 62 times. Add 362 with two touchdowns. Ray Rice – uh, 12 carries for 36 yards and a touchdown. I was expecting more for Ray. And then uh, Torrey Smith, you like him a lot. Four receptions for 92 yards. These Baltimore Hovens play host to the Cleveland Browns. Browns, I thought, would win this game against the Dolphins. They don't. They lose at home 23-10. 23-210. Brandon Whedon, 53 times he throws the ball for 289, one touchdown, but three picks. picks. Just like last year. First game last year. Three picks cost him the game. Trent Richardson, nothing on the ground, 13 for 47. 47? But, yeah, but Jordan Cameron, your guy, I like this guy too. The tight end, nine receptions for a buck 08 and a touchdown. He's a guy to watch. Addison, Cleveland, Baltimore, Baltimore minus six and a half, total 43. No, oh, I think Cleveland's going to light him up. I mean, you saw what Peyton did to him. Brandon Williams going to throw the ball, and I think the secondary of Baltimore is suspect to stay the least. So you got another guy that's going to throw the ball. And look, they spread the ball around. You look, you saw Greg Little, uh, Cameron. Um. Uh, let's see. There was other. Um, yeah, they've got that other wide receiver, Greg Little. I can't remember the dude's name. Right and Josh, now. not Josh Gordon. Um, no, he's he's hurt. Um, blah, 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 blah. there was one other. Anyway, they're gonna spread the ball out, and then you got Trent Richardson gonna pound it down the middle. So right now, I mean, that's after Peyton Manning let him up for seven touchdowns. And you know what? I think Whedon, Whedon's by not even the realm in the same building as Peyton Manning, but right. he throws the ball, and against that secretary, it looks like you can throw the ball against it. You like a lot of fantasy points in this game. Vegas yes. got it at forty three. You think they were yeah, I think I think they'll be. I think wave wire. If you have some injuries, um, uh, Greg Little would not be a bad pickup this week because I think that secondary is weak, so weak. I think there are going to be a couple of Cleveland receivers that have good games this week. Man, I I really I agree with you, Addison. This is crazy, but I like Cleveland to maybe outright win. At yeah. Baltimore oh yeah, too. easily. Yeah. Um, Baltimore's defense decimated. They're spo- they're supposed to have a lot of stars that replace Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, but what they don't have is leadership nope. and nor communication. They're all trying to get to know each other again. The breakdown the breakdowns from the, the Denver game. What they're what you can't fix that in a week. You can't yeah. get that. Because the NFL team, oh, they're going to say, well, here's what they're going to do. Let's do that. They're going, they're going, they're going to pick it apart. That's True. what they're going to do. Yeah, look for Brandon Whedon to have a better day. I'm not going to tell you to start him fantasy-wise, but anyway, look for him to be better than one touchdown at three picks. On the other side of the ball, Jacoby Jones. Y'all saw that freak play where his own teammate ran into him. He's out for four weeks. He's That's got a hard, sprained knee. I feel so bad for him. Baltimore's offense, really, after he got hurt and somebody else went down, it seemed like their offense just got stagnant. I think Cleveland wins this game possibly outright. And let's go over the total. Cleveland, um, and they, they put up some points in both these games. Both these teams put up some points. Let's go over the total, 44-44, and Cleveland plus the seven. Next up, Bubbly. Buddy, bubbly. Bubbly. <laughs> Next up, bud, we're going to travel to Houston where the Tennessee Titans go on the road with the Houston Texans. Last week for the Titans, Jake Locker. God, this dude might be the second worst quarterback in the league. 11 for 20, a buck 25, no touchdowns. Chris Johnson on the ground, 25 for 70. And uh, Nate Washington, 4 for 46. How did this team beat the Steelers? Their offense was pathetic. Because the Steelers stink, dude. Your Steelers are horrible. I hate to admit it, man, but they got a lot of work did you, to do. Did you hear the stats that you just put up for the Titans? And they beat the Steelers. At home. At home. <sighs> Terrible. Uh, Tennessee travels to Houston. Houston, we just talked about them. Schaub, great numbers. 34 for 45, 346, and three touchdowns. Arian Foster, Addison, you own them in the league. I own them in the league. I'll tell you, it's a, not a bad game. 18 for 57, and I think he caught 40-some yards worth of But he was limited. He was limited. Yeah, and as the year progresses, he's going to get stronger. He looked good. I mean, he look, he, he didn't have any hesitation. He, he looked good. He, he was cutting. You know who looks stronger, though, to me? was God, Ben Tate. Ben, ben, dude, he's, ben man, Tate. we were talking about this being show, before the yeah. show came out. He looks like he runs angry. Mm. I mean, angry. Aaron Foster better hope he doesn't go out with an injury like for a week. Dude, I mean, he might not ben Tate was back. not – 
he looked like a bulldozer going through the middle of the line. Like, get off me. Yeah. I mean, it was mean. Yeah, he looks really good. That's a nasty combo. Foster Tate. Woo! That is sick. Anyway, uh, tennis and the big receiver for uh, the Texans, who always is the big receiver. You had Andre Johnson, 12 for a buck 46, and Owen Daniels, two yeah. touchdowns. So, yeah. Houston's offense looking really good. Tennessee traveling to Houston. Houston is a nine-point favorite, Addison. Over under 43. What you got? Uh, Houston's going to dominate this one. I think they're going to they're coming off the big um, – uh, the big win last night, the comeback, um, 24 points. Uh, Houston's going to cover this. And I think you'll see a lot of fantasy points. Uh, Tennessee's defense is su- suspect. So, definitely, I I would actually put in, you know, if you picked up Ben Tate, I'd say Ben Tate, Owen Daniels, of course, look at a, a secondary receiver uh, for Houston because I think Houston will get up big. Uh, I'm taking the over and Houston the points. Yeah, you think that Ben Tate would be a good flex start? I think so. I think he may um, get a goal line carry. I think he'll get you, you know, 30, 40 yards plus maybe a touchdown. That's, you know, I'll take that, you know, 12, 13 points on a flex. Maybe I'll take that. Sure. And don't panic about Chris Johnson. You know, he always seems to start slow. You can still keep him in your lineup. He's definitely RB2 or worse flex. Keep him in your lineup. I think he'll uh, he'll start to get his yards that he normally does. I'm I'm agreeing with you, Addison. I love Houston in this game. I think they beat Tennessee by two touchdowns. Now, the over the totals at 43, I'll lean over. But it should be right around the number. Let's move on. Next up, buddy, a pretty good matchup in Indianapolis. We saw the Indianapolis Colts last weekend hold off the Raiders, which was a big shock. Um, Andrew Luck, 18 for 23, a buck 78, and two touchdowns. A good start, but what I, this is what I worry about, the ground game. Vic Ballard was the leading ground gainer for the, for the Colts, 13 for 63. Ahmad Bradshaw, not many carries. Reggie Wayne does what he normally does, uh, eight receptions. So, for what's this, does anybody know the, the situation with that? I mean, I haven't heard. I haven't looked. Is it still going to be run by by committee there? What's has Vic ba- Vic Ballard stepped up to enough to the coach? Yeah, let's check this out. The coach today in their press conference said Vic Ballard was amazing uh, blocker. Like, uh, right, and Ahmad Bradshaw missed two or three blocks. And so, what's the most important thing for the Andrew Luck? Andrew Luck. So, if you can protect him, you're going to get to carry. So, that's a really good point. Look for Vic Ballard and Ahmad Bradshaw to split this 50-50. And Vic Ballard, if he continues to block well, he might get the lion's share of the carry. So, we need to keep our eye on that. They're playing host to the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. The Pat Devlin. Miami Dolphins. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those Miami Dolphins held off the Browns last week. Tannehill, decent numbers, 24 for 38. I can't believe he threw 38 times. That's a lot for a Dolphins quarterback. But 272 and a touchdown. And his wife's hot. Check this out. Lamar Miller. Everybody wanted him, right? Round three, round four. The summer gun had – I think he had – one carry or three carries for one yard. Daniel Thomas got yeah. Daniel Thomas. Daniel got, Thomas eight yeah. carries for fourteen. The other guy to look on your waiver wire. Addison's going to talk about him a little bit later. This Hartline last year good we liked him. God. He caught nine balls for a buck fourteen and a touchdown. Addison, this is a really good matchup. Uh, they're rivals, divisional rivals in Indianapolis. The line right now, it's a. It opened at a pick'em. The Colts have been bet up to minus three, and the total is forty-three. What happens in the Indianapolis Dome? I think Indianapolis definitely is a, is a better squad, and I like Andrew Luck spreading the ball around. And Miami's look, Miami's defense is decent. Yeah, Miami's decent. defense is nice, but uh, I don't think they're ready for uh, a, a second year Andrew Luck, who I think will pick them apart. Tell me about this. If you could start against Miami's defense, right. Andrew Luck or an RG three led uh, Washington team against now, Green Bay. No. After after a year under my belt, right now, after seeing, I, I would take Andrew Luck. I'm talking about in this matchup specifically. Oh, oh, oh. Though. You got Andrew Luck against Miami or RG three against Green Bay. Oh, you know, Andrew Luck all day long. You think Andrew Luck oh, will have a better day? The, the Green Bay's defense. I mean. Here's the thing: they they're protecting RG three so much. I mean, you get a Clay Matthews hit on RG three, they gonna yeah. pull him out of the game. They gonna put in Kirk Cousins because they think, oh, we can't risk him. Yeah. You know, I'm, we'll talk about uh, RG three hit a little bit when he get the Washington game. But I'm worried about that dude. He looked good in the second half, but he's just he runs a little little timid right now. I'm, I'm I'm just worried for the dude. So anyway, you like Indianapolis? What do we think about that total? Forty three. Uh, I think we'll go over. Uh, Addison likes over. I like under the total, but I like Indianapolis well. So, Indianapolis minus the three. I'm leaning under. Addison's going over. Next up, you Carolina Panther fans. Addison. <laughs> what a great game. A, a great effort y'all put up last week. I, y'all stink. Man, I thought the Panthers were going to do it. I predicted that was going to be my upset of the week. Panthers to upset the Seattle Seahawks. They had it through three quarters, and in the fourth quarter, Dude, we're Russell becoming the NC State of professional football. 
<laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, y'all have these great teams coming in, and then also <laughs> just lay eggs. <laughs> Who do you like? Catawba College? Yeah. That's all you got? That's exactly. the only comeback? Exactly. Catawba. Carolina will be traveling to Buffalo where they hope to get off the schneid against the Bills last week for the Panthers. Really uh, pedestrian numbers by um, – your man, Cam Newton, 16 for 23 and a buck 25 and a touchdown. He was drafted number three or four quarterback yeah. fantasy-wise. That's not number four quarterback fantasy numbers right no, there, brother. No, And I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, there's a lot of enthusiasm there. Well, you know, Steve Smith, I mean, you think he's going to have a corner every time he touches the ball. I don't know. I don't know what – I don't know what's going on in Carolina. I Were mean, you impressed with D'Angelo, 17 for 86? Except for that fumble at the end. God, I felt so bad for him. No, actually, you know what? I was because Seattle's – I mean, that's that's a great defense. Yeah. So – But you know what impressed me probably more than Seattle's defense was Carolina's defense. They held that they look, Russell yeah. Wilson offense down to 12 points, and they didn't get their last touchdown until a six, like uh, eight minutes left in the game. Very impressive. I was. I mean, you know what? Seattle is – you know, they're coming off – you know, they were NFC Championship game. So – yeah, I will say, you know what, and they didn't lose him. They actually added to that. I will say, they shut down Marshall. Panthers, you played a good team. Yeah, You don't suck. You played a good team. I don't think if any other team, if you battled like that, eight out of ten times you're gonna this league, you're going to win. Yeah, so keep your heads up, Panthers, because you're going to need it. You're traveling to Buffalo where a lot of people at the beginning of the year thought this would be a cakewalk, Carolina against Buffalo. Well, Buffalo proved a little something to me on Sunday. E.J. Manuel, the, fret, the rookie quarterback, 18 for 27, a buck 50 and two touchdowns. Not impressive fantasy numbers, but he seemed to be a leader of men. He seemed to lead that team. They believe in him. A leader of men. A leader of men. Check this out. The leading rusher was Fred Jackson. It wasn't C.J. Spiller. Fred Jackson, 13 for what 67. I, I didn't see that one coming. I, I didn't even didn't see, I didn't see, see that. that realm of possibility. Me either, buddy. And then leading receiver, yardage-wise, Fred Jackson, 4 for 41. Now, that is that worrisome to C.J. Spiller owners? Are you getting worried, Ad? Against the Patriots, D, I would – I would. You'd be a little worried? I would. I think – now, I don't know if you heard about this. This is inside info, but – see, and this is really sad. C.J. Spillers, like a week before the opening game, his grandfather and someone else in their family, it was a murder-suicide. And C.J. Spiller was really close to his grandpa, I think it was. So that might be weighing heavy on his mind. Um, anyway, that's – I don't know if that's the reason or not, but he didn't show up to play. So, anyway, does Carolina get off the schneid against this Buffalo Bills team? Up north in Buffalo right now, Carolina is the favorite on the road, minus three. The total is 44. This is a tough one. (laughs) Because, you know, the the Bills played the Patriots so tough, and I think the Bills have a more explosive offense than the Panthers, even though I still say there's, there's a lot of fluff there. No, I think the Bills can – I think the E.J. Manuel is going to throw is going to throw them a little kink in their system. And, you know, I'd say he looked good. It was getting out of field with Stevie Johnson. You know, he's making mm-hmm. big plays. Stevie Johnson looked good. Um, and, but if C.J. Spiller does come back – Fred Jackson – look, Fred Jackson's a good back. He's a good back. He's been for the last two or three years. You know, if he gets back on track, Fred Jackson is a tier one back. He gets it going in this league. Yeah. He did that two years ago. You had C.J. Spiller. Look, you can look at – you can, we can look at it this way. Fred Jackson could be fresh. He's old. Dude. I think he's older than you. You're older than me. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> but I look a lot younger. You know, I got to take care of myself. God, I don't want to beat you with a microphone. What? <laughs> but anyway, give me a pick real quick. Buffalo, Buffalo Carolina. Buffalo. You like Buffalo? Buffalo. I take the, uh, take the under and the points. Yeah, buddy. You know what? I hate to do this. I'm leaning Buffalo in the under, yeah. too. I, Carolina on the road. Until they prove to me that they can win, I'm going to go against them. I hate to do it because they got a lot of I'm talent this year. Ron Rivera's gone. After this year, he's gone. Oh, I think so, he's too. Gone. They're going to try to get a guy, instead of being defensive-oriented, Kind of like a Chip Kelly, a high offense kind of guy to get that up. Because they got Cam Newton. They, got they better because if they wait longer, I mean, Cam Newton will be old. He can't do it anymore. That's true. Very good. So, th- I know Carolina fans, give me that row one more time. I know you hate to hear it, but we're going to have to lean Buffalo under the total. Look for look for a coming out for C.J. Spiller, though. He wants to redeem himself. He look better. for him to kind of have play better than he did last week. Because the double deuce, was it no, Fred Jackson, what, 2-2, 28? Yeah, something like that. Whatever. All right, next up, dude. This is a game that's pretty interesting to me, Addison. St. Right, Louis Chad, travels. Mr. Professionalism to- in the big chair. Are you going to answer that? 
If you say it's my mom or my wife, I will come across this table. I, I kept swear my to mouth shut. It almost came out, but I, I, I decided not to do that to you. Uh, St. Louis travels to Atlanta. Last week for Atlanta, they lost to the Saints. Matt Ryan puts up 304 yards and two touchdowns. Steven Shocking. Jackson. Shock. I cannot believe that the Falcons lost to the Saints. I cannot. They, they were playing on the road, though. I, I remember In I a called, dome. I know, In I a dome. That one. You, I had the Saints. You had the Falcons. Steven Jackson, not a bad debut, 11 for 77. I think he caught a couple balls, too. And Harry Douglas, just as Addison said, it wasn't Julio Jones. It wasn't uh, Roddy White. Harry Douglas, 93 yards receiving, the leading receiver for Atlanta. They will play host to the St. Louis Rams. The St. Louis Rams, I love them this year. I really think they make a strong case for the playoffs. Uh, Sam Bradford, 30, 27 for 38, 299 and two touchdowns. You had your boy Daryl Richardson, 20 for 63. He will get better as the year goes on. I Mark think so, too. Word. I think he's, he's, he was getting in the rhythm of the game. I like Daryl Richardson. I think he's perfect for the offense. He's a good blocker. And I'll tell you what, Givens. Yeah. Givens, Givens didn't have as good of a game as no, I thought. No, but the Jared, couple catches he had. Yeah. Woo! Because Jared Cook sat for 141 and two touchdowns. He took he's a what? Yards. Tight he's end. He's a tight end. And also, my man, Tavon Austin, who I thought would really have a good game. Just an average game. But anyway. Almost had, touch, almost had a touchdown. He almost had a touchdown. Almost had a touchdown. Almost out, but they called it back. Yeah. So, these Atlanta Falcons play host to those St. Louis Rams right now. Addison, Atlanta's a seven-point favorite. The total is 47. What you like in the in hot Atlanta? I'm still liking Atlanta in this game. Uh, Steven Jackson, I think, is back on. Steven Jackson looked like Steven Jackson old. He did. He ran hard. Um, and you know what? Granted, Roddy White's out, but I tell you what, Harry Douglas, Harry Douglas made some great catches. He's downfield. He's got speed. Him and Julio Jones are just as good a combo as him and Roddy White. Roddy White's good. Don't get me wrong. But Harry Douglas has always been there in the back before Julio Jones got there. People were picking him up a way where I say, oh, he, he's going to get his catches, especially with Matt Ryan back there throwing. Yeah. So, you know, with all those little, all those little combos, I think uh, I'm taking uh, – I'm going over. I'm definitely going over, and I'm taking Atlanta with the points. All right, buddy. I love you on the overbet. I look, it's a fast track in Atlanta. Atlanta always plays good at home under the dome. St. Louis team is built for speed. So they like this fast track, too. This one's going to fly over. It's my best bet of the week. Let's go over the 47.5 or 48. And I'm going to lean St. Louis to cover the seven. It's going to be a good game in Atlanta. But let's take over the points because this will be a fantasy dream. Every St. Louis Ram or Atlanta Falcon you can start, go ahead and start them. Next up, buddy, Washington travels to Green Bay. Last week, the Green Bay Packers lose to the San Francisco 49ers, one of the best games of the entire day. Did you watch this one? Holy cow, it was wonderful. Aaron Rodgers, 21 for 37 for 333 and three touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers just doing what he does best, 300-yard games, three touchdowns. Eddie Lacy looked sharp, had a big fumble. I like him. I like him. 14 for 41 in a touchdown. Solid. He's solid. Exactly. He's solid. You feel when he's got the ball, even though he had the fumble, good, I you think feel good, it's going to be safe. And I think good things will happen with him. When he has the ball, I think he has the potential to break out. He's going to run it. He's going to get into a secondary. When he gets to the secondary, he's going to run some people over. Yep. Uh, Receiving-wise, Jordy Nelson was the leading receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Seven for a buck 30 in a touchdown. However, Randall Cobb had a great game. Yes, he had he a touchdown. The one that's shocking to me, James Jones, the donut. Zero. Not one reception, not one fantasy point. Kind of shocking there. Um, The Green Bay Packers will host the Washington Redskins, as we mentioned. Uh, We talked about this game a little bit earlier. RG3, let me find RG3 real quick. RG3, 30 for 49, 329 and two touchdowns, which isn't bad fantasy line, but he threw two costly picks, and he seemed very, very timid early. Now, granted, in the second half, he played a lot better. Their team was so far down, he was having to air it out, but a little worried about RG3. Alfred Morris in the backfield, 12 for 45 and a touchdown. Okay numbers, but had a costly, costly fumble and also cost his team a safety in the end zone. And Leonard Hankerson, he will be on your waiver wire, guys. Five receptions, 80 yards, and two touchdowns. Leading receiver, I thought Pierre Garçon, but they had they were double-teamed Pierre Garçon they in did. some cases. Exactly. But, yeah, Pierre Garçon still can put up six. I mean, he's, yeah, he, he had a pretty He's going to have a great year. Yeah, what would you think if these? Which is this is a great game. This is one one o'clock kick in Green Bay. Green Bay, Washington travels to Green Bay. Seven is the number. Forty nine is the total. Oh, yeah! Wow, tempting. I don't know. It? After seeing, I, will, I tell you what. After after, no, I think I think it will go. I think it will go over. It's not going to go. It's going to be slow, and then it's going to blow up. I think uh, Green Bay may get up, but I think it's the same thing. I think Washington's going to come out of the gate slow. Because um, they just don't have that explosive type of offense, which you think they would, right? But I just don't think it's there. Um, 
I say I'm gonna go over. This is a lot of points, but I think we'll go over. Yeah, I lane over too. I like a lot of points in this game too. I really like Eddie. La- I think Green Bay. They're confident with Eddie Lacy. I think they're gonna give him a little dose of Eddie Lacy early. Play action. Boom. Deep James Jones. Boom. Deep Jordy Nelson. Boom. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. Jamichael Finley. Exactly. Jamichael yeah. Finley, he played good in this yeah, game. Yeah. He had a drop, but then he scored a touchdown. Yep. Uh, Green Bay's offense is clicking. I'm, I'm worried about Washington. I really am. So, I'm going to lean Green Bay to win this game, cover the number. The number seven, I like him to win by ten. And let's go over the total, A-Rock. Next up, buddy, Dallas versus Kansas City for the Dallas Cowboys last uh, weekend or last Sunday night. We talked about it earlier. Romo, 49, 36 for 49 for 263 and two touchdowns. He's got the bad ribs, though. Keep your eye on him. DeMarco Murray, solid game, 86 yards. Miles Austin, 10 for 72. Plus, Witten had a field day against that Giants uh, defense. They will travel to Kansas City where the Kansas City Rams – Destroyed the Jaguars twenty-eight to two in the worst game of destroyed the week. them. I mean, the Jaguars destroyed them. Destroyed them. Uh, Alex Smith twenty-one for thirty-four, buck seventy-three, and two touchdowns. Nothing fancy, but just looks solid. Jamal Charles, we told you, sixteen seventy-seven and a touchdown. He's got this bruised quad. Keep your eye on him. Jamal Charles still. Definitely RB1 material and receiving. The number one receiver for the Chiefs, it wasn't Dwayne Bowe. It was Sherman. Whoever Sherman is, I don't know the dude. Pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> Four receptions for 44. Addison, we're going to fly through this one. Dallas right now is a two-and-a-half-point underdog at Kansas City. Total whoa, whoa, whoa. 47. Wait. Kansas City's favored? Kansas City is favored by two-and-a-half. I'm taking Dallas. Really? They are favored. What's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the phone number for that bookie? 40. <laughs> form so you just one. text me on that one because I'll take your bet. If you want Dallas, me and you heads up, I'll take KC. You want to make that a beer bet? Yeah, what's the bet again? I'm, I'm over here texting you. I don't really pay attention to you while you're talking. What You just take Dallas straight up against Kansas City. I'll take Kansas City for a beer. Yeah, deal. We'll do that. I love Kansas City to upset the Dallas Cowboys in this game at home. Remember we said uh, Des Bryant probable, Tony Rubble, or Des Bryant questionable, Tony Rubble, Romo probable, Kansas Rebel? City. Kansas Barney City's. Rebel? Is that Barney Rebel's son? <laughs> it's his Tony? Cousin. It's his cousin. <laughs> uh, Kansas City playing a lot better ball with uh, Andy Andy Reid on their sideline. I really like them to make some waves this year. Kansas City in the upset special, even though they're favored. There's no half way. Of, half There's of, no way. Half come of on, America. You, you, come on. You can't do this. Half of America will be on Dallas. Watch Kansas City win by a field goal. Not with no, – don't take – I'm not done. Well, don't you have soccer practice on? <laughs> I do. That's what we got to fuck. Come on, come on. All right. Minnesota travels to Chi-Town, Chicago, the Windy City. We saw in Chicago Jay Cutler actually have a pretty, pretty good game. He goes 21 for 33, 242, and two touchdowns. Matt Forte, solid as always. 19 carries, 50 yards on the ground, and a touchdown. Caught a couple balls as well. And Brandon Marshall just does what he do. Eight for a buck of four and one touchdown. They will play host to the Minnesota Vikings. Not much happened in Minnesota except really for AP. One big run early. Yeah, then my- Then nothing, right? He goes yeah. for 93 yards, two touchdowns running and one receiving. But Ponder stinks. You know, Kyle Rudolph really their only weapon. Yeah, to- great, great, great. I mean, well, Kyle Rudolph, Kyle Rudolph, I don't think got on track as much as he wanted to. Right. Uh, Greg Jennings is still, is a, still a great receiver. Kyle Rudolph. And then um, Jerome Simpson had a big game, seven for 140. The weapons are there. I think once they get some retool and figure out where they need to move, move some people around, I think Minnesota still can – I still think Minnesota's got a good squad. They just got to rearrange some things. This is an interdivisional game here between Minnesota and Chicago. Addison, the guys in the desert, got it. Chicago, six-point favorite, 42 over-under. Over. over. No, 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 we'll go under. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, All right. I'm going to go with my first one. I'll, I'll take under. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go opposite of Addison just because he seems so indecisive. I'm going to go over the total. I'm not listening. I'm over and, texting. I'm talking texting your wife. And I think the Chicago Bears actually get it done at home. They cover this number, win by a touchdown. Let's lean Chicago Bears minus the six over the 42. Look for Jay Cutler and Martellus Bennett to hook up for one touchdown in this game, Addison. You heard it here first. Martellus Bennett gets another touchdown in this game. Next up, we're traveling to Tampa Bay where the New Orleans Saints travel down there to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay coming off a a really, really bad loss to the Jets. Did you see how uh, dejected they looked? Oh, they Josh don't. Freeman looked like he's about to cry. Josh Freeman, if he don't watch himself, dude, he might lose his job. Nah, they, the owners all, but they're they're all about some Josh Freeman. 15, they're all they're all about some character and stuff down there right now. They better be about W's instead of character because <laughs> they ain't got one in a long time. Fifteen for thirty-one, two ten, and a touchdown. They ain't get it done. Dude. My man Doug Martin, twenty-four for sixty-five. He did get a touchdown, but. Dude, I was hoping he got out like the gates. You know? Slow, yes, yeah, very slow. Tampa but then Bay. he, he once he got going, he got going. 
He had some good runs in the, in the second half. Vincent Jackson, a star receiver, seven for a buck fifty-four, yep. looked great. Really, their one shining star there. He's, offense. I mean, he's just a man amongst boys when he runs down the field. Uh, yeah, just throw, throw the ball up and let him go get it. Exactly, he looked really, really good. They will be traveling to New Orleans, Addison, New Orleans, God, you suck. where the Saints will play host. Uh, last week for the Saints, Drew Brees. 26 for 35, 357 and two touchdowns. Drew Brees like numbers. He wanted one more touchdown, but he didn't get it. Only two. Um, Pierre Thomas, leading rusher, nine for 43. And Darren Sproles, you want you liked him, I got especially him. in a PPR. Yep. And it paid off, six for 88. Yep. Not bad. Right now, Tampa Bay is a no. New Orleans is a three point favorite on the road at Tampa Bay, over under 47. Uh, quick note, just to let you know, give my fancy him is I didn't start Darren Sproles. And I still put up the league high points. So, I just want to throw that out there for you real quick. Okay, good. You had the league high? Yeah. First time ever, huh? First time no, ever. No, dude. It's okay, Chad. This, you know, this, your, your time, you're like Dallas. You're living in the past, dude. You're living in the past. <laughs> what do you think about this game, Ad Rock? Hit me with some, one fantasy stud and then give me who you think is going to win. I like Sproles again with this matchup. Uh, I, I'm liking New Orleans. Plain and simple. I think New Orleans, I think Tampa Bay's defense. Granted, they have some key acquisitions, but I like um, I like New Orleans big in this game. I think uh, that juggernaut of offense they're going to be all over the field. Uh, you got Sproles, Ivor, not uh, Sproles, uh, Ingram, um, right down the throat. Then they're going to set up and go deep. You got Colson. Colson looked good. Colson looked like he hadn't lost a step. He did. He did um, so um, and Jimmy Graham too. Yeah, Jimmy Graham. Yeah, I can't forget with the second best tight end in the league last year. Yeah, I mean New Orleans is just going to destroy Tampa Bay. This is a 4 o'clock kick, so uh, this will be the second game of the day. Uh, New Orleans, the thing that surprised me last week about New Orleans, their defense played great. They shut Atlanta, held Atlanta to 17 points. They haven't done that in years. Anyway, I'm going to go with Ad-Rock, too. I'm going to lean uh, the New Orleans Saints. They get it done on the road. I think they just have too many weapons for Tampa Bay. But I'm going to go over the total here. I think both teams will score some points. So let's go New Orleans and over the 47. Next up, 4 o'clock kick. Detroit Lions playing against the Arizona Cardinals. Last week for the Cardinals, put up a really good fight against the Rams. Carson Palmer throws, for four, throws it 40 times for 327 and two touchdowns. But he does the thing that Carson Palmer always tends to do. He gives the ball away in crucial moments. Threw for two picks late in the game. Costly. Richard Mendenhall, 16 carries on the ground, 60 yards. Not bad. And Andre Roberts, he's still on waiver wires if you can get him. You, got, you know he is. 97. What a great game. Yep. Larry Fitzgerald, back to Larry Fitzgerald. Yep. Two touchdowns. He was very, very impressive. These Arizona Cardinals will be playing host to the Detroit Lions. Detroit looked good, Addison. I don't know if you got to watch them play, but what looked good? The best about them, they got a runner. Reggie Bush can run the ball and catch uh, the ball out of the backfield. And Levon, Le'Veon Bell, or no, what's his name? Tonto, what's his name? Joe Bell. Joe Bell. Yeah, he looked good too. Yeah, I mean, he had 100 yards rushing. He had 200 yard rushing backs. That's unbelievable. Matt Stafford goes for 357 and two touchdowns. Reggie Bush, just an offensive juggernaut. 21 carries for 90 and four receptions for a buck one and a touchdown. That's nearly 200 total yards. Addison, right now, Arizona is a – Arizona and Detroit is a pick em. Coming straight from the desert. You heard it here first. Arizona, Detroit is a pick em. The total, 47 and a half, Ad. <sighs> I don't know. Detroit, I'm going to say Detroit. Now, I, I, I misstated. Uh, he had uh, – well, Kimba had over 100 yards total offense. Total, yeah, total. Offense, yeah, my bad. Um, Detroit, I mean, you got to go with Detroit. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford throwing up uh, 357 last week, two touchdowns. Megatron had two touchdowns that were slightly out of bounds. It could have been a bigger game than that. Yeah, good uh, Reggie Bush out of the backfield. Then you got the, you know, the uh, Jaqui, whatever his name is, who's been, who was catching balls out of the backfield, plus run the ball hard down the middle. I don't think Arizona's got much for him. I know Mendenhall. Mendenhall looked good. He actually, you know, crazy, but he actually did look pretty good. He was strong. He saw it. He picked it. I think he averaged like four yards carry. Um Carson Palmer looked good, but I don't think they can keep up with uh, with uh, yeah. No, I don't think it's possible. Yeah, look for a shootout out there in Arizona. Detroit will put up a ton of points against this Arizona D, and um, I think Arizona can score a lot of points with their offense against Detroit's D. Let's go Larry Fitzgerald again. For this. I think he has a fantastic fantasy football year. Two touchdowns last week. Look for him to get two more touchdowns this week, and Calvin Johnson will redeem himself against that Arizona offense. I th- say Calvin goes for three touchdowns. Matt Stafford, three. 400 yards. Mark it here. This one goes way over the total. Let's go Detroit minus or Detroit at the pick'em, and we're going to go over the 47 and a half. 
Next up, Addison, we'll call this one the Toilet Bowl. Jacksonville Jaguars against the Oakland Raiders. Do we need to even go? Oh, yeah. Now, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. This is all we're going to say about this game. Okay. Prior. Say it. Prior. If you need, like, if you think you really screwed up, if you just drank way too much in your fantasy draft and you need a quarterback, pick up Terrell Pryor. He'll put up some points for you. He'll put up – he was a lean rusher. Um, McFadden looked horrible. Um, He got a touchdown. He so looked- did Jackie Battle. But you don't see us talking about Jackie Battle, do you? No. Good point. Um, uh, Terrell Pryor, I mean, he's going to – look, uh, he'll put up some points. I mean, that's about the only thing that's going to come out of this game. And actually, if you're going to start Terrell Pryor, this would be the time to do it. They're playing at home against Jacksonville. Hey, Jacksonville's, Jacksonville's defense, defense is horrible, really horrible, stinks. horrible. Yeah. That kid, that rookie quarterback's not going to know what to do with the ball. He's going to tuck it and run like he did last week. I guarantee he'll rush for over 100 yards again, probably throw for another – 150, 200. And he, look, he'll put up two, three touchdowns. So, you know what? That's 25 to 30 fantasy points to start a quarterback. And if you, like, again, if you drink too much, pick up Terrell Pryor, everybody else in this in this matchup, yeah. I don't like. Maybe Daenerys Moore could be a good pickup. He's probably on some waiver wires. He was your fifth round pick. Anyway, he was my eighth round pick. Eight. <laughs> the quick story here Blaine Gabbert is out for Jacksonville. He will be replaced by Chad Henney. I'm telling you, Chad Henney is a better quarterback than Chad Henney. Blaine, Blaine Gabbert is right now. So watch Jacksonville just a little bit. So that means all right, all right, if you've got Cecil Shorts on the bench, bump him up now because Cecil Shorts did have, uh, I think, 60, 60 some yards. This week, and with, uh, with Henny playing, yeah. I like Henny as a quarterback throwing the ball there a whole lot better. Now, Please. granted, Henny is not a lifesaver by any means, but he is going to be better than Blaine Gabbert. So, yeah, let's move up. Shorts had three for 40. MJD, the other surprise yeah. last week for Jacksonville, he only had 15 carries. He only got 45 yards. But I think he'll be able to run a little bit more against Oakland. Right now, the number right is Oakland minus six. The total is 40. This one's tough to call. I'm going to say Jacksonville keeps it closer. I think they may gonna, lose by three. I'm going under. And let's definitely go under. There, no points will be scored in this game. Next up, great game in uh, New York City. The New York Giants play host to the Denver Broncos. This is a four twenty-five brother kick. versus brother. This is a game. This is a great oh, brother versus brother. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Manning versus Manning. Holy cow! Last week, Eli Manning's Giants put up a great fight, but fall to thirty-six thirty-one to the Cowboys. Eli goes forty-two throws. 27 completions, 450 and four touchdowns. What a game for Eli. Uh, Victor Cruz through the air, five for a buck, 18 and three touchdowns. The other big news was David Wilson, the running back, two fumbles early, benched. Who's going to run the ball in New York, Addison? This is crazy. Who do you think? I don't know. They got got Willis McGahee went in there and worked out today. Brandon Jacobs worked out yesterday. Oh, they brought Brandon Jacobs back. I don't know if they're going to sign either of them, but – they're, they're looking what for What happened to uh, the guy from uh, Wisconsin? Ron Dane? Yeah, whatever happened there? Nah, just fall off the okay. planet? Yeah, we're yeah. going to Taco Bell. Okay. But um, they're oh, they're, the- I know who they're going to bring. They're going to bring Kevin, uh, Kevin Smith. That's Kevin, he was. He was supposed to come. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he ever showed up. But um, Eli and those Giants are going to be playing host to Denver Broncos. Peyton Manning last week sets a record. Everybody watched this game Thursday night. 462 and 7 Yes, seven touchdowns, unbelievable. Demarius Thomas, five for 161 and two touchdowns. Julian Thomas, the tight end, two touchdowns. Wes Welker, two touchdowns. This offense was prolific. Addison, Vegas got this number set at 55. Right now, Denver is a four-point favorite on the road. What happens in New York City? There's conspiracy theory in the NFL right now. I'm going to throw some numbers at you, and you tell me what you think. Okay? Okay. Peyton Manning, 27-42. Eli Manning. 27-42. Yards, 462 for Peyton Manning. Yards, 450 for Eli. You take Eli's picks, equal plus his touchdown, seven. Seven touchdowns, Peyton Manning. It's a conspiracy theory, man. Whoa. It's a conspiracy, man. Something's going on. That is – come on. Play that X-Files music because that is yeah, free. We, we have that sound bite. Can we get that? Whoa, we Addison. We sound Addison uncovering the secret science behind the NFL. I'm just saying – <laughs> Come on. Well, now, if you, take, if, you take, if you take their 11 touchdowns combined, if you take the other five, five say one, two, three, four, five, five quarterbacks, Colin Kaepernick, Joe Flacco, Matthew Stafford, Drew Brees, Matt Schaub, and uh, no, Matt Schaub, they equaled what the two brothers did last week. That's pretty strong. Wow. That is very, very strong. Uh, Addison, obviously, you like the over. Who do you like to win the game? I'm going to go with Eli. Yeah. Eli's always come out in the – 
I think in clutch situations. Yeah. Big games. I dig you. I, I'll take Eli. I'm liking Eli, and I'm telling you, all for Denver and the Giants, until something happens with these offenses, always take the over. I don't care where Vegas sets the number. Take the what over. What is the over? 80? It's 55. Oh, The pfft. other thing, David Wilson owners, if you drafted David Wilson in the top four rounds, which most of you did if you got him, don't give up on him yet. I know it looks very bleak, but you don't want to give up on him yet. The reason being, they don't have anybody else in that backfield. So hold on to him. You might decide not to start him, but don't release him or trade him yet. Just hold on to him. He's got a great skill set, and if he can hold on to the ball, he'll get many more opportunities. Addison's going to, uh, New York Giants in the over, and so am I. Next up, this is an 8-30 game, Addison, and it's a great one. San Francisco travels to Seattle, where the Rus- Russell Wilson Seattle Seahawks are favored by three. Over San Francisco, the Seahawks are favored by three. The total's 43-and-a-half. Everybody knows what Colin Kaepernick did last week. Everybody knows what Vernon Davis and yeah. Anquan did last week. What will Seattle do to stop him, man? Defense, defense, defense. Uh, defense uh, Seattle's defense still has the most physical DBs in the league, and I think you take those out of the equation, uh, they're gonna, they'll pack – Five guys in the box, let DBs do what DBs do, and they'll shut down Kaepernick. Plain and simple. That's what the Vegas is seeing. That's what's going on. And that's what Addison says. That's what's going on. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like uh, Seattle to win this game, too, and cover this number. Everybody's really, really high on San Francisco because of what they did at Green Bay. Everybody's a little down on Seattle because of what Carolina held them in check. This is – that's what Vegas likes. That's what they like. So, you think San Francisco, oh, they're a dog. Oh, they're going to beat the hell out of Seattle. No. How are they favored? How is Seattle favored? Seattle gets it done at home. Let's guarantee this one, Ad. Seattle oh, with a seven-point win. USDA over there. What's up? <laughs> and look for Marshawn Lynch to have a better rushing game because, boy, did he stink last week. All right, last but not least, Monday night. I'm not going to say this is a classic, but your Cincinnati Bengals. Who they, baby? Play host to my Pittsburgh Steelers. Where are we going to be? Where are we going? Where are you watching? I might have to watch this one by myself because it might get ugly. Because you, you don't want to hear my voice. I will be, I'll be renting space between your ears. <laughs> I will be so in your head that game. Listen to this. This is the biggest swing I've ever seen. The number was set at the beginning of the season. Right. Pittsburgh was a six-point favorite on the road at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati is a seven-point favorite. Now, that's a 13-point swing in one week. One week. Who day? Who day? Who day thing going to bring them Bengals? Who day? Who day? <laughs> This is what my thought about this game. Um, that since he's going to win. That's all you need to think of. That's Pittsburgh's all that's offense matter. is decimated. If you need a fantasy quarterback guy. Don't go to Pitt. What? Listen, Ben Roethlisberger is going to have to throw it 50 times a game. He's, he's going to be in the shotgun just throwing And a lot of people, I guarantee with the quarterbacks, he's going to be on wave wire. He will be. Because yeah. they can't nobody to run it. He'll have – there's no offensive line to, to open holes to run it. So he'll be in shotgun throwing it all over the place. This is what's going to happen. And I, as a Cincy fan, I hate came up saying, saying this. What's going to happen is – you're going to have uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Some of that is going to have a huge game. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, he, because I agree. The, our DBs, our DBs aren't the greatest. We've had, we, we're second league in picks last year, but we're not good. The defense is decent, but you're going to have a receiver uh, like Emmanuel Sanders is going to have a big game. Um, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Have a nice game. Big game. Yeah. yeah. So, and they're going to, that's still going to be their only chance. Only chance they're going to put Rossburg on a seven step drop and sling it downfield and see what happens. That's why with this number being 40, the total's only 40. Over. Dude, this thing flies over the total. Oh, there's going to be 50, 55, 60, yeah, yeah. 55 points. I completely agree. And I, I, Cincinnati will probably win this game at home. I hate to say it, but I think Pittsburgh will keep it close somehow, some way. They can't play as bad as they did last Sunday. So, let's go over the total, and let's go. I'm going Pittsburgh plus the seven. You're going minus the seven. Yep. All right, buddy, that wraps up the Fantasy 45, the fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. Let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor. Hi, I'm two-time Greater Hickory Kia Classic winner Jay Haas. Please join me in a fantastic field of Champions Tour players at Rock Barn Golf and Spa for the 11th annual Greater Hickory Kia Classic at Rock Barn, October 14th through the 20th. Weekly grounds badges are just $50. Individual tickets are $20 per day with proceeds going to charity. Get your tickets today at greaterhickorykiaclassic.com. 
Thanks again to our sponsor. It is the Greater Hickory Classic. Greater Hickory Classic. Jimmy Corral, baby. Jimmy Corral. Check it out. It happens here in a few. Let me get my little information about it. Do you think, hey, do you think we can help Jimmy for a prominent spot since we're like the celebrities in Hickory now? Absolutely. I he, think so, too. Absolutely. Jim, I'll call you tonight. We'll talk about it. Greater Hickory Kia Classic at Rock Barn, October 14th through the 20th. Fred Funk defending his title. Check it out. GreaterHickoryKiaClassic.com. Chad, or real check quick. it out on the mesh. Real quick. Oh, did you know how important that golf tournament is to me? Do you know? I think we talked about this last year. Met my wife there. Yes. Proposed my wife there. Yes. I didn't say I can see my child there, but, you know, we – anyway, we got a tournament baby. We have the only tournament baby. I told Jim we could put him on the cover of the program, and it'd be fine. So. That would be one heck of a cover for the tournament, buddy. And they have to get a bigger exactly. piece of paper because he's – They have to go tabloid G-Mon. size. Instead of the normal yeah. size, they go tabloid. Yeah, they have to get, like, a legal pad yeah. program. Something. Exactly. All right, Addison, so this – Fantasy formula yep. has really gone way over time. So if I'm you wouldn't ra- shut up about all these I'm gonna miscellaneous stats. Quick. Okay, was, go ahead. There were several questions that we got in our fan base. What do we got? But Talk we're, to we're, me. We're, I'm going to grab one. Talk to me, Goose. I'm grabbing one, and this was interesting because it's a comment on last week's question. Oh. Here's the comment. Here comes the pain. <clears throat> Dear sirs. Oh, this sounds professional. I was disappointed by Addison's misogynistic comments last week about hold on, hold on, women hold on. being I, I, wait, involved in Misogynistic. Don't know what it means. Died no uh, uh, Against females. Pro males against females. Hold on. Okay. Is that correct? Misogynist. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> Dear sirs, I was disappointed by Addison's misogynistic comments last week about women being involved in fantasy football. Does he really hate his wife that much? My wife doesn't follow fantasy football really, but I talked her into joining a husband's and wives leagues. A husband and wives league, and lo and behold, come Thursday, she was all over it! Exclamation mark. Sunday, she was glued to the TV and her iPad, talking starters and matchups. And holy moly, we were both spending all day on the couch drinking beer, watching NFL Red Zone, which to me is a win-win. And a few hours later, another win in the bound chicka bound bound department. This is coming from our reader, okay? Maybe if Addison included his wife in fantasy football, he would have a win-win-win and wouldn't be so angry all the time. Dedicated listener, Charlotte. How do you answer this question, Addison? And thank you for that wonderful email. Shut up, Chad. That was a good one. Okay. (laughs) Look, I have tried to include my wife in many things, many aspects of my life, but there's some things that she don't really – have you ever talked to – has your wife ever talked to you? And you don't listen. You can tell what she's not. She can call you out when you're not listening. That's what I, when I talk about football, my wife just goes into another room. She doesn't <laughs> care. And all she cares on Sunday, if she clean the house and get stuff done before I leave, she doesn't have any, nothing. And plus with a 16 month old run around, nah, there's no drinking beer on the couch with my wife <laughs> watching football. So if we, unless we drop the kid off somewhere and then we have to go drunk to our in-laws, uh, Hey mom, Hey, no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm putting my son. No, it does not happen and not going to work. Well, right now, we live in a townhome, which we're under contract to sell. Now, that may change. But until that happens, no, I want to. It ain't going to happen. So, misogynistic, quit, don't, don't call him with these big words. <laughs> don't, don't do that again. All right, Addison, well said. Thank you, uh, dedicated listener in Charlotte, for that email. And there's a ton more that we're going to get to. We'll have to do it next Sin-picks week. Send pics of the chicka bow bow. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But um, don't forget, Mesh listeners and Fantasy Formula fanatics, you can reach us at our website, www.themeshtv, or reach us on our voicemail line, 828-619-0048. Email us, info at themesh.tv. Download us at iTunes. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. We're on Instagram. Tweet us on the Twitter. Whatever you got to do, buddy. Um, we're there, and our downloads just keep increasing. Did you see the last one? Where are we up to now? Uh, we're, I think we're a little over 13. Whoa. 13,000. Whoa. Awesome. Let's keep up the work. Fantasy Fanatics. The largest now, I think we're going to be like the largest podcast in like Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Eakin in Tennessee. Wow. You know, I think we're right below the Moonshine Recipe podcast. So I think we're good. We're good. <laughs> we'll keep on How to grow marijuana, <laughs> you know, this area. We're good. We're getting, we're moving up the ranks. Fantastic. So Fantasy Fanatics, keep pushing us over the top. Download us whenever you can and keep listening. Until next week. Who day, baby. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website 
as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.